Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Everyday Sexy Podcast. I'm your host, Stan Pearson II. So excited to be here. Now, make sure that you download this, share this, and send it to somebody that could need some uplift in some way, shape, or form. Now, this incredible track you're listening to is by the one and only Devon Canterbury. He's a producer, a DJ, an incredible dude, and an awesome businessman. So make sure you look him up. He also goes by the name of DJ Peter Parker. So if you like this tune, it is appropriately entitled Jet Life. But folks, this episode (laughs) called Touch the Sky. Choose your rise or participate in your own demise. It's the Everyday Sexy Podcast. Let's go. Welcome to the Everyday Sexy Podcast with Stan Pearson II, where you enhance your confidence, business, and relationships one day at a time. You're here with speaker, motivational comedian, and author, Stan Pearson II. Hello, everyone. Thank you so, so very much for tuning in to the Everyday Sexy Podcast with your host, yours truly, Stan Pearson II, where we look to build your confidence, your business, and your relationships one day at a time. People still wonder, so what does it mean to find my sexy? Let me tell you exactly what that means. We are attempting in every way, shape, or form to build ourselves from the inside out. Anytime you're building yourself from the inside out, you are building yourself. Now, what does this episode mean? What is it going to entail? Let me tell you. I've entitled this, Touch the Sky, Choosing to Rise, 30 feet high, okay, 30,000 feet high, okay? Touch the sky, choosing to rise 30,000 feet high. And you'll see very shortly how appropriate the title of this is, as well as uh, the notion of, you know, choose to rise or participate in your own demise. And we're also going to speak to that. So right now, present time, I'm actually in Los Angeles, California. I spoke at a place called University of Laverne in Laverne, California, uh, which is what I found out while there is in the San Andreas fault line. I don't know if you all have ever seen the movie San Andreas, but the advisor actually told me, hey, uh, guess where we are? I was like, hey, I want to go home. <laughs> like, it was crazy because you think that sometimes, you know, people that, you know, understand movies or watch movies, that they're just some sick person with this crazy, you know, idea. But to be staying or speaking someplace where it was actually the San Andreas fault line was kind of surreal to know that this is real. I mean, they were talking about uh, earthquakes, you know, as if we talk about thunderstorms, you know, so it was very interesting. All right, so this story, this podcast is dedicated to my travel here, okay? So as I was on my way here, it was awesome, and it it was a great flight, but if you've ever traveled before, especially if you started to travel often, uh, you can be, you can become a little, it can become mundane, it can be, it can be a hassle, so you have to make sure that you choose your attitude, your specific attitude, and be careful about what you say while in travel or anything for that matter, so here's the deal, I'm in my gate area, mind you, I was, I felt like I was ahead of time, then I went from being ahead of time to on time to almost kind of late, I arrived to my gate, I'm waiting to board, now I begin to survey the place, you know, if you've ever flown before, you start like looking around at all the people you hope you don't have to sit next to. That's exactly what I was doing. I was like walking around. Okay, all right. They look okay. They look okay. So I'm just kind of having fun with the situation. So I think. Now, shortly after that, uh, we're getting ready to board. The boarding process begins. And what do they say? All right, those who are in children in a car seat, you're able to board now. Not a problem. So 
People begin to board, and then what starts boarding? Children. I see some children boarding. No problem. It's no deal because I'm going to be sitting closer to the front of the plane based on where I booked my, my ticket. So I'm probably not going to have to sit next to any kids. And they're like two kids bawling, like screaming. Ah! And it was funny because I looked at the guy in front of me. I said, we got a couple criers. Like that is what I said to him as he was uh, as as I was boarding, as I was getting ready to board the plane. I see the two kids crying with the parent. It looked real bad. So I'm laughing. This guy kind of chuckles. Now I begin to get on the plane. Get on the plane, I take a left. A lot of some of the people take a right. A couple more of us take a left. Now I get there, I'm putting my stuff up, and then I look down at my seat. Who do I see there? Now I don't see the couple criers, but I do see two babies, okay? When I say two babies, I mean one that's maybe he's three, maybe three, and the other one is like a baby baby, no more than six months old, no more than six months old. And it's so funny because the mother looks at me kind of like, hey, (laughs) like maybe somewhere in the past life, you were somebody you weren't supposed to be. Like really, that is what it felt like, right? So I'm like, okay, this is going to be, it's not, this is going to be cool. It's going to be awesome. No problem. I'm not stressing. I sit down and uh, she says, hey, if you need to put your bag under my feet, that's cool because she had some room. I'm like, great, thank you. Now, the the three or four-year-old, however old he was, he has a sandwich in his hand. And so he throws his sandwich on the floor. And I was thinking, oh, no, little guy, not today, little homie. Because if you've ever flown from Atlanta to Los Angeles, California, let me tell you now, it is a three, no, 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 it's a four and a half hour flight. Four and a half hours, okay? So I pick up the sandwich for him. I give it, I, I like literally hand it back to him and he is looking at me like, yeah, you can't see my face. Most of you can't, right? He looks at me like, oh my gosh, this dude is real. I gave him the, don't even think about it. Like that's my face, right? <laughs> but it, it was crazy, right? So the baby, you know, the baby's super cool. We're talking a little bit. And then across the aisle from me, so my seatmates are going to be across the aisle from me. They're having a lot of fun. Okay, and I hadn't decided when I got on the plane, I was thinking, you know what? I'm just kind of chill right now. I'm gonna do what I always do when I get on the plane. Uh, once we get up in the in the in the sky, I'm gonna order coffee and uh, Bailey's. Okay, if you don't know, that is my drink of choice. Any time of the day, judge away if you want, because I know you will anyway. So, coffee and Bailey's. That's what I do. Okay, so I decided to get my coffee and Bailey's. They are having a blast next to me. Almost too much fun. I don't know if you all have ever been really chill and you've witnessed someone having too much fun to the point you wanted to say something like, hey, calm down. It's not that funny. Okay. It's not that much fun. And I was almost in that place, right? I looked to my right and I swear it was so wild to me that every time I was kind of like thinking about choosing how I was going to be. The little baby kept putting his little hand on my arm, all right? The baby's to my right, and the mom is like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. Like, literally every 10 seconds, the baby's just kind of reaching over, and in some way, like, had his hand on me, or maybe his foot was touching me, like, he was trying to reach out, and then I looked down, the little baby would smile at me, and I was thinking, Stan, sometimes... Sometimes you can take your life a little bit too seriously. So then I begin to break down a little bit. Okay, this was fun. Neither one of the kids was crying. The kid who had kind of threw a sandwich to the ground, he's now, you know, he's asleep. He's knocked out. There's a little bit of small talk. The baby, it, so it was, everyone was good, right? I feel part of that was me deciding I wasn't going to fight the natural. I wasn't going to fight what I was feeling, which was I'm just chilling in a, 
in a, in a great place. I'm flying 30,000 feet in the air. Now, understand this about me. Uh, whenever I travel, I'm always fascinated. Whenever I'm on a plane, whenever I take off, and I tell people this often, even at my speaking engagements, you know, I, I, I take off, and now I'm 30,000 feet in the air. I look around at the people. I look out the window, and I'm thinking, at some point in life, someone told this person they were crazy. They said, there's no way in the world you're going to be able to fly through the air at 30,000 feet. And then I began to think even deeper. Why? My pilot. Now, I know I'm getting older. My pilot could not. He wasn't. I don't think. Maybe he was 25. He was certainly 25 to 30. No older than 30. A really young guy. See, my old cynical self might be like, oh, my God, this kind of kid flying this plane. I was inspired by that. Because I'm like, not only am I on a plane right now, 30,000 feet in the air with hundreds of people I've never met before, there's a kid or a younger dude flying this plane. You can't tell me dreams aren't real. You couldn't tell me at that point in time because now I've officially decided to choose to rise. It was that moment in time I was like, you know what? This flight is going to be great no matter what happens, no matter who does what. I'm owning this flight. The, The notion to choose to rise or participate in your own demise. You see, right now, we know people, places, and things who are who are participating in their own demise, right? We have to decide, like, is this going to be a good day or a bad day? So much of that depends on how we approach it. That doesn't mean that we're always perfect or that it's impossible. I mean, or that it's, you know, possible to have a bad day. Of course, you're going to have a bad day. But what do you decide to do with all the things that you are in control of? You see, the entire time I was on that flight, I was in control of my emotions. I was in control of how I was going to handle it. Now, now I've decided that I'm chilling. I'm like, what, 30,000 feet in the air? This is all awesome. I begin to celebrate someone else's dream. I'm like, I'm flying. I'm, in, I'm on Delta Airlines. I'm flying in someone's dream right now. Isn't that in- interesting, right? I'm flying. Someone, Delta, someone built a company on the back. I mean, they all did these things to make it happen. So boom, 30,000 feet in the air on an airplane, a piece of metal with wings, with strangers flying the plane. I know some of you all listening right now won't even let your friend drive you someplace. You'd be holding on, you know, you'd be holding on to the holy shit handle. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh my God, this handle, you know, the handle you hold on to? Like, that's the one you may be holding on to, right? That's where I was letting a stranger drive. So it was very interesting. So now I'm in a better place. The flight attendant was cool. I mean, first we had one of the flight attendants, you know, that we didn't know how she was going to be. You know, she certainly uh, didn't love her job, right? She did not love her job. But we were convinced now we're going to break her, right? She wasn't going to break us. See, sometimes you have to understand when you decide to, let's say, choose to rise, when you decide to touch the sky, when you decide to do those things, you have to turn other people that you're in proximity with. Otherwise, they will turn you. So that meant my neighbors to my left, we must join forces. Yeah, we got to join forces now, which was interesting. Now, they were having a good time. Two out of the three people to my left were headed to Tahiti. They were having fun. They were having a good time. And I decided, you know what? I want to have a good time too. Like, I want to enjoy that fun too. I want to engage as well. I want to be a part of, you know, that that goodness. I, I've really been in this place and actually trying to tell other people to be in this place as I continue to try to, you know, when things are good, that you just accept them. You own them. You embrace them. If something is good, Just hold on to it. Why? Because if something is bad, we hold on to that, don't we? 
Yeah, we don't have a problem with something bad happening. You want to grasp onto that. You don't want to let that go. Something good happens like, oh, I don't know if I deserve that. It happens to everyone. Trust me. So I decided we're going to have a good time now. I got my neighbors. We got friends. You know, we're having such a good time. We're not being obnoxious, but people are certainly jealous. Okay. People want to be, have you ever been somewhere you're having a good time and then other people want to be a part of your good time? Like they're like, hey, what are they talking about? Like literally that is what started to happen. The people to my right, the baby, the mom, the other baby, everyone is great. People to my left, you know, they're having their drinks, they're talking about vacation. And before, let's say the first couple hours of flight of the flight, there was not a whole lot of conversation that was happening, right? Until someone goes, "Yo, I like your shirt." Now then, I don't, I don't have on the shirt. I have, uh, I had on one of my Am I Too Sexy shirts. Okay, so if you don't know what Am I Too Sexy is, feel free to go to amitoosexy.com and you'll know exactly what it is. Okay, it'll explain it. It's the, it's kind of how this podcast was born. Okay, so I had on one of my Am I Too Sexy shirts. I go, I love your shirt. I'm like, thank you so much. You no, know, I appreciate it. Go, so. What does that mean? You know, what do you do? And I said, well, actually, you know, I'm kind of on tour. I'm a motivational comedian and speaker. And the guy goes, what? Really? That's awesome. You know, so what What do you speak about? You know, I, I help people find their sexy from the inside out. We talk about confidence, diversity. He goes, what? I have a friend who's a diversity consultant. Do you have a card? I said, as a matter of fact, I do have a card. Gave him a card. And I said, you know what? I also have a book. Now what I've tried to do... Uh, at least I, I've authored four books, so I at least try to travel with two, at least one, but sometimes two extra books, just in case someone may randomly ask for them. They say, you know, when you when you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. So I said, you know, if you if you'd like, I, I could probably gift you a book. Really? So I take a book out of my bag. I hand it to the guy to my left. Oh, this is awesome! I'm going to be able to read this while I'm on the beach. He's headed to Tahiti. I'm so happy that this exchange is happening and that someone is saying they're going to read my book while on vacation. And he actually held on to it, you know, and made sure that, you know, it didn't get mashed up or mushed. While I'm handing him a book, the mom next to me is looking like, that's pretty cool. Said, you know, no worries. I have an extra book in my bag. So before we left, I actually gave her a book. And I also had an extra Find Your Sexy shirt in my bag that I also gifted to her. This is so awesome. Anyway, so we would begin to have this exchange, both sides. You know, I learned so much about that family that was to my right. I learned so much about, you know, the three people that were to my left. And it was interesting because I could see the energy around us. Everyone kind of kind of started to wake up a little bit. Everyone else started to recognize the positive energy, even our flight attendant, who was having a terrible day. And we knew that. She shared that. That day, that day began to improve. Things only got better. All of our days were better because I feel like we all, I can't speak for them specifically, but I know for me, I decided to choose to rise instead of You know, I decided to choose to rise instead of participating in my own demise. And that made the entire difference. That is why choosing to rise 30,000 feet high was a game changer. It was what I wanted to make sure that I entitled this particular podcast because I wanted us to know whether we're walking on the ground or we're 30,000 feet in the air, we have the opportunity to be better today than we were yesterday. Let me close in saying this. As I got off the plane, it was interesting. So I'm so excited because now everyone is just better. We're all just better. 
So I get off the plane, I grab my stuff, and literally, I go to the baggage claim. And if you're on my Instagram, you can go there because I, I kind of joked about TMZ not being there for me. TMZ is never there for me. Not yet, okay? But I, so I recorded a little video about TMZ, you know, on Instagram, but I paused. I was sitting in the baggage claim because I had carry-on, and I just felt like I was forgetting something, but I didn't know what it was. I was like, you know what? Forget it. It's time for me to leave. So I, I turn around and I begin to walk towards the rental car. When I turn around, the woman I was sitting next to was walking with her two sons and her husband. And she holds up what? My jacket. I had forgotten my jacket. She said, I was hoping I saw you. I knew this was yours when you left, but I couldn't get your attention. <laughs> Who would have thought, right? Who would have thought? It's just very interesting what can happen when you put your mind and your heart to things it doesn't always mean that life is easy or going to be. It just certainly certainly means that it's possible, that it's necessary, that you are able. Life is good. And it certainly is what we continue to make it. We have to seek out things that are great. More than seeking them out in other things or other people, we have to seek them out in ourselves. Again, not always easy, just absolutely necessary. Not always easy, just absolutely necessary. So folks, as I close, thank you all so, so very much for tuning in to my first ever live broadcast of my podcast, sharing with you on Periscope. Thank you all for inviting people. Thanks for the hearts. I truly appreciate it. This link will be live for 24 hours, so make sure you want to share that on social media. That's great as well. If you have no idea who I am, make sure you check me out. All my social media is at the real P. Uh, T-H-E-R-E-A-L-S-T-A-N-P as in Pearson, okay? I truly appreciate it. Thanks for the love. Uh, and if you have any further questions about my book, Am I Too Sexy, simply go to amitoosexybook.com. And I mentioned amitoosexy.com earlier as well, where we do our best to teach you how to find your sexy from the inside out because people do things for one of two reasons, how they feel about themselves and how they think other people view them. We have to get a better, better handle on who we are who we're going to be. And as I told them yesterday during my keynote, and, in the, and as I tell everyone, as I close, you are good, you are great, you are worth it. You are good, you are great, you are worth it. Do not forget that quote. That needs to be your favorite song that you ever sing to yourself in the morning, the noon, and before, and before you go to sleep at night. In the morning, in the afternoon, and before you go to sleep at night, you should be singing to yourself, I'm good. I'm great. I'm worth it because you absolutely are. We just have to remind ourselves of that from time to time. So folks, thank you so very much for being here on the Everyday Sexy Podcast. Thank you all so very much for agreeing to touch the sky, choosing to rise, (laughs) and making sure you're not participating in your own demise. This is Stan Pearson II. You've heard it here first. Have an incredible, incredible day. Rest of everything, rest of life. Enjoy your night. Enjoy your day. I'll see you back here soon. Make sure you download this, share this, subscribe to the Everyday Sexy Podcast. Have a great one. Thanks for tuning in to Everyday Sexy with Stan Pearson II. Make sure to connect with Stan on social media by searching at The Real Stan P on Twitter, Instagram, Periscope, Snapchat, and Facebook. Be good to you and be better today than you were yesterday.